Before this podcast starts, we have a couple things we would like to let you know about. First, we have some big plans for the future. We are so excited for where this podcast is going, but we really need some help. We both have full-time jobs along with church and family. And here are some ways that you can help. Share our posts, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, we would like to buy better equipment, and we also have some plans for the future that are going to need funding. You can either become a monthly or a one-time listener supporter. The link is in the show notes. Or you can buy us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash breaking taboo, or you can click the link in the show notes. Next thing is, me and my husband are going on AIM to Japan. You can support us one of three ways. Text to give. You can text AIM206 to 71777. Or you can buy a t-shirt or hoodie from our shop on Bonfire called Seek and Save Apparel. Or you can become a partner in missions. To find more information on anything, please visit our Instagram page, Romans to Japan or Breaking Apostolic Taboo. Thank you for joining and we are so excited for this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome to... (laughs) Breaking apostolic <laughs> stuff. We're not redoing that. We should. So we should. No. Uh, um, Sorry. <laughs> now I'm all nervous. Yeah. See, this is why I, I come prepared. She gets me. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to Breaking Apostolic Taboo. Um, it has been a hot minute since we have recorded. Like uh, two months, probably. It's been it's been very 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 long. So, um, we are very excited about this episode. Uh, yeah. Billy and I, because we actually have we have a very a special guest, another special guest, and he another another very special guest to me. So um, he can he can go on okay. ahead and introduce himself. Oh, I get to int- I get to talk now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You'll be uh, doing most of the talking. Ugh. Finally. Uh, anyway, hello, hi, mahalo, aloha, hoy, konnichiwa, haha. Anyway. Um, my name's Taylor. I am Taylor Romans, the husband of Bailey Romans. You know, your, yeah, your pristined hostess over here. Co- she thinks she's co-hostess. Not. I Co- don't hostess. do this by myself. <laughs> I'm not chap lover. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm Anywho. only special because I'm his wife. Um, anyways. Uh, anyway, I am a graduate of Texas Bible College. Um, I'm not from Texas. Obviously. I'm not. Uh, I say pop. <laughs> it's coke. No. No, 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 no. We are, I will have this argument on this podcast. I will do it. It is It is either a soda or a pop. It is not we'll a have coke. This argument it's ever. coke. No, it is not a coke. <laughs> okay. Coke is the brand name. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Actually. Now y'all are hearing everything that I talk about him coming to flourishion, and you're going to be like, flourishing. oh, now that flourishing. makes sense. I don't fruition. know. She's Whatever. Whatever. I can talk matter. about words you've said wrong, but I will not on the podcast. I can talk about what my brother said one time. Oh, no. This is not that episode, though. <laughs> True. I'll tell you later. <laughs> You'll hear Anywho, from episode. Texas Bible College, grew up in <clears throat> Kentucky. Um, family's all from Iowa, so that's where Pop comes from. And I have a podcast. Oh, they'll tag it in the show notes. Anyway, what else? What it's else called, is it's called the Throne no. Room Podcast. It's called Throne Room Podcast. And I've listened to it, and it's actually really, really good, even though he doesn't think it is. And that's yeah. okay. Rude. But it's actually very, just call very my good. insecurities by that <laughs> If you could currently see him, he's wrapped up like a burrito, even though he's probably really hot. I'm being modest. You know what? I call, me you know and I call out our you know insecurities what? all the time. Contemporary Christian music right now has a number one hit called Modest is Hottest, and I am being modest. Are you right serious? Now. Yes. It goes Modest is Hottest. It's really Can bad. We, We're going to get copyrighted. Okay. Can we include that at the very beginning? <laughs> <laughs> modest is Hottest. Oh my goodness. Anyways, we're definitely going to do that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, happens. we have an interesting topic today. We're going to be talking about toxic masculinity, and I felt like... Oh, look, there's my exit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whatever. We thought that we would not do this all the justice we probably could because we are not men. 
and we can uh, <laughs> we can pretend we know, but we don't. So, <laughs> I mean, so can I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that I know anything about it because yeah. I don't suffer from it. Yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't, it, it doesn't bother me any really. Other than it makes me mad. Things, but we will not go into them. Okay, no. this is not, already this isn't this episode. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. Today is just we're we're talking about toxic masculinity because it's kind of an aggravating subject. I'm toxic? Is this what this is right now? No. Is this an intervention? Yes. No, 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 no. no. You're far from uh, toxic masculinity. Well. <laughs> wow, I felt that like, was uh, really. This neat. episode is going to be fun. Uh, anyway, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm Incorporated. But anyways, actually, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what do you? Think? <coughs> oh gosh, you okay? You alive? Yeah, no. Go ahead. Go first. Um, I, a... oh, I was going to ask you a question. It's too late now. <laughs> no, you were going to ask dead. me toxic masculinity. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you think toxic masculinity? is Actually, in our world like what what do they think about it okay I, i'll just say my thoughts while you're breathing um <laughs> i just i see this a lot on social media tiktok all this stuff where these men are like let's not be masculine let's stop toxic masculinity and they paint their fingernails and put wear dresses to break down toxic masculinity um, what do you think about that, Alicia? Um, I mean, I think that's incredibly... Uh, it's it's a big byproduct of what the world has come to and what has just been flaunted out there, I think. Um, do I think that there are some males that, you know, aren't necessarily the buff, masculine, lumberjack, swinging the axe type? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so, but I think that... Um, <clears throat> What the world defines as toxic masculinity is, is quote-unquote, breaking the barriers, I guess, and, you know, uh, venturing out and wearing dresses and, you know, oh, we're just uh, destroying that concept. And I'm like, they want. yeah, and I'm just like, I don't necessarily think that's what... It's been a long time coming. Like, if you look at it historically speaking, like, if you're looking at the cultural hist- history behind American culture right now, it's been a long time coming. It started in the 1920s with the industrial, not the industrial revolution, with the World Wars, when women were like, "Oh, let's get it done," because all the men were away at war, so women right. started wearing pants, and there was already a there was a blurring of distinction at that point. It started there, and as time went on, and as we kept leaving it unchecked, you see slowly even the church, even uh, the world in general started blurring more and more as that went on. It started there. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. So, um, it's been a long time coming, It's and it's only going to get worse, but... Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I think that God made two distinct genders, male and female, and we have roles to play in such, and we don't need to be blurring the lines, um, and I think that's what the world is doing. Definitely. Yeah. With it. So, what, for you, Taylor, what, what when you were growing up, what did toxic masculinity look like to you? And just in general, at growing up as a kid till now, like, what is toxic masculinity? That's such a horrible to question. Um, <laughs> just call her out on her interviewing skills. Thank you. Um, it's not a horrible it's a bad question. question. Uh, because you have to take into account my life story because not everybody dealt with things like I did. And put up with things like I did, and saw things how I do. So I was definitely—I'm gonna probably answer this wrong for some people and answer it right for others. For a lot of us growing up, including myself, toxic masculinity normally came in the form of, you know, you're rough and tough. You have to be tough, and you gotta be hunting and fishing. And if you don't do that, you're not a man. And then. You got the on the flip end. If you don't hunt and fish, at least you played sports. You know you was you. I always heard it growing up all the time. You were built to be a linebacker. Don't have a linebacker bone in my body. It ain't happening. <laughs> now I played soccer. I did do that for a few years. I was what they called a grass fairy. But, oh my word! But I did do soccer. <laughs> you said dumb. 
did that for a few years. Didn't work out real well. Obviously, I'm a plus size heifer. I'm here. Um, I, but I was always like the artsy kid. I always like to draw. And, am I good at it? Eh, not really. Kind of. Oh, sort of. Whatever. whatever. We'll leave that where it is. I haven't done it in years. So I'm a little rusty. I think he has an eye for graphic design, though. Yes, for sure. I will say that. Well, it has to start somewhere. Um, I loved theater. I always wanted to be in a play. Actually, that makes me really mad to think about it. But anyway, on another note, um, normally you have your toxic <laughs> masculinity. They're always angry. You're always like, and you're always like, like by world standards, you're always like, you gotta be smoking or you gotta be drinking or you gotta do. Gotta have you tattoos. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta have, be yeah. Big if and you, muscular. If you don't, excuse me, rude. My my question, not yours. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was always this image per- perpetrated. Per- ugh, that word did not come out right. There's this image that's put out there by Hollywood, by your school systems, by everything that you, there's a certain image you have to feel to be a man. And if you don't feel that image, then you're not a man. You're or you're less of a man, which then plays into insecurities and a lot of issues that every most guys probably have nowadays always feeling like they're not enough so huge insecurities men because if you pay attention closely if you honestly observe how men talk and treat themselves like a certain individual that i can think of at church and i'm not going to name names um they're at one point they were very hefty and now they're cut and they're built and they think they're all that in a slice of cheese and you can see a personality change simply because they're trying to obtain this image that says they're manly. And so toxic masculinity is just chasing a false image. Like, it's just a bad... Like, really, that's what this it is. This is a random question that I've been thinking about. Okay, kosher, go ahead. Uh, like, do you think it's still the same even with all the gender... gender although my mom must be home. All the gender confusion in the world. Do you think that toxic masculinity I definitely think it has a play into it I think it definitely has a play into it because what you have happened especially on the conservative end of things you have these men who are trying to be super super men because they're trying to build that distinction but on the flip side going super masculine and being you know basically dictators uh, that's not right either so then it makes the other end of the spectrum want to go well we're not going to be that we're going to be then we're going to be in touch with our feminine side and we're going to have our emotions and we're going to be sweet and kind. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are... Now, here's the other thing. There is a problem with some form of masculinity and I'm going to go ahead and say it now because I just thought of it and it's bothering me because even as I'm talking, there is such a thing as being so comfortable... No, that's not the word. What am I trying to say here, Taylor? Come on, come on, come on, come on. It happens. Uh, yeah, we do that all the time. We go through yeah, that all the time. We like lose our train of thought, or we just don't. Know I have the train of thought, but the words aren't coming right. Um, so there is a problem with men as a whole in the world. Keyword in the world. Even within the church, we deal with this a little bit, but this is this is a actual toxic masculine trait as a generalization, mm-hmm. and that is what has built and become rape culture and objectifying women which honestly pornography plays into all that and helps and really and that really skews men's view on things Mm -hmm. so and that's just another big ball of whatever but anyway so there are things that are toxic that men need to get under control that's honest toxic masculinity now what the world calls toxic masculinity on the other end is really that it's real well that plus if you're being too like in our case if if in a marriage relationship Mm -hmm. if the man's the one who wears the pants and always controls and always controls thing and is being being control of that's bad but if they're being a leader that's good however the world has not drawn that distinction they think being a leader is being control of And men should be leaders in the home. That's a biblical stance. Right. Uh, However, the world sees that as men being control of, putting their wives down, their wives can do whatever. And so, yeah, anyway. Something I can see, like, with toxic masculinity and how it's affect women, too, is that now women that, um, 
they see these masculine traits in themselves, that's where, with people that don't have good grounding, have gender confusion, what you would call gender confusion. I'm doing air quotes if you can't see me. <laughs> that's where the gender confusion comes into play because they they see all this oh, well, I'm not the typical girl, so I must be... I'm not the typical boy. I'm too masculine. I must be a boy then because I have all these masculine traits. Um, That's just a random thought that I thought I'd throw That does play into it. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) 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 I I like this. I just get so enraptured in, like, the words that y'all say. I just like to listen to people talk sometimes. It just... That's not what I do on this podcast. Sometimes I talk like all the time. Anyways, um, so uh, Taylor, what do you think it looks? I know that we've we've really talked about what it is in the world. What do you think toxic masculinity toxic masculinity looks like in the church? In the church, I think what it can be in the church. Look, can I change the question? What it can yeah. be? Yeah, because then. Sure. That opens a little bit more to, ter- to interpretation and not just calling things out. Um, we call things out on this podcast. If you don't like <laughs> call things out, call on a <laughs> Anyway, what it can be in the church, in my opinion, in my opinion, in my own Taylor bubble. Well, we, we, I think this whole entire podcast is just like a whole opinionated thing, you know? Um, so. I, yeah, FYI, <laughs> I'm not the author or the, like, I'm not a doctor. I don't have a doctor in this mess, so whatever. None of us do. In my opinion, toxic masculinity in the church can be where leader men in leadership are so tied to their roles that if a woman or a younger person in general attempts to grow spiritually or attempts to mature spiritually that they easily get offended or they easily get uh, controlling I wouldn't even say control they they easily offend is probably the best word they easily get offended and they start no you can't do that no that's not right and they immediately start shutting things down because they're so men have to be the leaders men have to do it it's really bad in certain areas of the United States Um, because there are certain areas and organizations as a whole that struggle with women being in ministry Mm -hmm. a form of toxic masculinity in my opinion is the shutting that down because I'm sorry if you read the book of Acts there are a ton of female saints that are leaders Yeah, ton of them in the book of Acts alone church history boom so if you want to tell me that women can be in ministry, nah, shut it down, fool. Shut it down. Shut it down real quick. Because that's not what Acts tells me. Some of the best preachers I've ever heard are women. Just throwing it out there. I will even say, there are some women that can out-preach a man. Just point blank. Now, on the flip side, never mind, that's another topic for another day. We're, that's all I'm going to say on women in ministry. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> however... Uh, another form of toxic masculinity is basically being too control of there are churches where pastors are real bad about you have to have this you have to have a skirt this way do men have to do that. and I mean they're just dictators so let's just put it this way toxic masculinity in the church is becoming less of a shepherdship where you're trying to take care of and teach your people and uh and it becomes more of a dictatorship. That's one form. Another form is you have youth groups out here that their boys are the thing, and their boys are just are horrible. They worship the ground they walk on because they play sports or they do this, <coughs> and they're so great. Giving these boys such big egos that they think they own the world. That's that's bad. That's not a good thing. But, you know, and honestly, that's going to lead in can lead into rape culture and, and things yeah. of that issue and we've seen it happen in our churches we've seen it where boys take control because they're, they're God's gift to you know no that's not good You've, God made you and you are a gift but you're not the gift to the world or that woman period anyway. right. Right. I, something I was thinking about when you were talking I think something else that we don't always address is that or, or I think uh, something that goes with toxic masculinity in the church is that 
people think only certain positions can be filled by men. And only certain positions can be filled by women. Like, only women can teach Sunday school and only men can preach or be a youth pastor or be in leadership. When, um, you're one of the best Sunday school teachers I know and you are a man. There are good male teachers in this world. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you dancing? I don't know. I'm just dancing. Um, and there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, oh, I forgot now. It's gone. You got anything? Uh, No. No. Nothing on the fly? Dang. Nothing, nothing It'll come back fly. to me. I think that, uh... Oh, we'll dive into that later. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a bad song. That's a bad song. That's a bad song. I'm gonna pray for song. you. I'm gonna pray Sorry, for TikTok you. Sorry, TikTok came out for five seconds. It is pray for you. Um, I, so this leads into our next question. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm glad I put these back to back. What is biblical masculinity? You really want to know? Yes. You really want to know because it's going to offend you. I'm okay with that. It's going to offend all women. Men are supposed to be leaders. I'm sorry. Your man is supposed to be your leader. You're supposed to... Now, you're supposed to be his helpmate. And men, men on the other hand, women are your helpmate, not your subordinate. Just right. check your stuff before you wreck yourself, bro. Um, you are a team. So, however, your your husband is still the leader of your home. When it comes to spiritual issues or anything going on in your home, you should be like, hey, honey, what about this? What are you doing with this? What's going on? You know, you should lean to your husband. You know, man, you should be that lean for your wife. Now, at the same time, if your wife says, hey, babe, I really feel like we need to be doing this, you better listen. I'm, don't shut it down. Let the Lord work through your wife. Um women if your husband says hey I really feel like God's working on me to start this ministry or I really feel God lead us to go overseas um, listen don't shut it down I know it's going to be uncomfortable but that's where you seek godly counsel from your pastor and things like that and you pray and you fast and you, you work through those things but biblical masculinity is men being leaders men are leaders they're supposed to be the ones that you can lean on now, men, at the same time, that doesn't mean you take it all yourself. You also need to lean on somebody like a friend or a pastor because the Bible tells us we should carry each other's burdens. So, one, don't make yourself a lonely island. Don't do it. Not going to happen. Not going to work. You're going to fail. You're going to suffer. Other thing is, find that somebody... I'm not saying accountability because this is where you're trying to intervene in your life and trying to get over a sin. I'm saying get somebody that you can count on and be like, hey, bro, or hey... Uh, brother, whatever, whoever it may be, somebody that you confide in to help you and to pray through these things. That's that's something that you have to have. Um, so that goes back to the other question: What's a toxic masculinity? Men who think they can handle it all themselves. You can be Mister Independent to a point, but eventually you're going to have to lead somewhere, either on your own understanding, and you're going to fail, and you're going to fall into the world and mess up really bad, or you can lean on somebody that's going to be spiritually sound and have a good, solid foundation. You can pick what you want. That's that's Bible. Even Jesus had a parable about building your houses where. One person can't build a house. I mean, you can. It's not going to be sturdy. But anyway, that sure solid foundation is building with others. That's a part of it. You have to build those things. So, uh, now I've lost myself with a question. Because now I've, I've jumped down a rabbit hole for five seconds and now my brain shut down. Happens okay. all the time. Okay. Um, no, but I, I definitely agree with the... Um, what does it look like in the Bible, what it should look like in the church and in the world, um, in what you say, and if this offends women, uh, myself included, then I think that we need to, and it doesn't offend me, let me clarify that, um, but I think if it did, and it offends anybody, any women, I think honestly, like that's where prayer comes in, because God did deem it. God, man, woman. Yeah. You know, he deemed for the, for the men in our lives to be spiritual leaders and to be, I mean, sometimes physical leaders. You know what I mean? I'm about to shatter everybody's world. Like, I think that... Um, brain shut. Brain shut. <laughs> I, I knew me talking. I knew <laughs> me talking. My brain turned back on and went, okay. But, um, I definitely think that, like, that mm. is what God ordained it to be. Um, and I mean, like, I, I, I had a big problem with that. Yeah. when I was in the world. Um, I was very 
self-independent. I was very, uh, no man will be a ruler over me. That's the furthest thing from the thing that I want. Um, and, like, coming to God and, like, getting in church, I think it just kind of... Your face right now, Taylor. I was going to say something smart, but I was like, no, this is a serious moment. Stop. Not going. <laughs> anyway, so here, you want to know something earth-shattering, though? What I don't see in the Bible, let me tell you real quick, what I don't see in the Bible is a man has to be super macho. A man does not have to be this builder of all trades. But let me tell you real quick. I don't know how to use half the tools. My car, my car has been busted for busted and disgusted for over a month. I can't fix it. I don't know what to do. I, I have no, I have nothing in that realm. Nothing. It's gone. Bye. I think that's where toxic masculinity kind of stems from too. Is like men have to. Oh yeah, it's an image thing. They have to know how to fix everything. And I'm like men. uh, You're supposed to be Mister Independent. You're supposed to be able to use like use some tools. Which now, granted, I can use some tools. But if you ask me to build you a table, it ain't happening. Sorry about it. It's not going down. Um, I mean, it could. It just literally (laughs) fall down because it won't work. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I can't, I can't tell you how to fix your, I can't fix plumbing. I don't know anything about electricity. Can't fix a lion for this to save my life. But you know what? Ask me to cook you some tiki, tiki masala. You got it. I'll figure it out in about five seconds flat. Actually, ask Bailey right now. Bailey, who's the better cook between the two of us? Oh, definitely you. Okay, exactly. Second off, um, so yeah, men, you can cook. And I'm not talking, you don't have to be a grill master. Ooh, that's another one that drives me nuts. You know how to grill. You know, no, learn to be fancy. Cook. Try to figure out how to cook ratatouille. I dare you. Do it one time. I did. It was a fail, but it was okay. I'm gonna make it right next time. Um, I'm artsy. I'm sarcastic. I'm more of a comedian. I'm more of theatrical. I'm dramatic. If you can't already tell, um, it's okay to be different. The Bible allows that difference to happen. I admit, submit. There is a man growing up. There was a man. He, which, anyway, um, side note to Taylor later, um, his, uh, his daughter and daughter-in-law went to our church and he would come to our church off and on. He's from Southern Illinois and man can do hair. I mean, he had, he had boys and he had, I think he has sons, question mark, but man can do hair. They've always had him come to the latest conferences and the latest were like, show us how to do hair. Now, can I do hair? Nah. Ask Bailey. She's like, no. He yeah. can't even make a ponytail. Nah, but you know what? I'll try. It will look, it look ratchet as all he get out. He tried one time and it, it, it fell tried. down instantly. Yes. Did you wrap it twice or three times? Three times is usually golden. I think I did three, but it was still too loose because I had it too far down and she just wouldn't let me fix it. Um, He's also tried to braid my hair. Oh yeah, braiding's a no-go. It's not happening. I'm a woman and I still can't French braid. Congratulations. Ducktail braid or Dutch <laughs> duck braid. There's a ducktail braid. Whatever it's called. Fishtail. Fish oh, Lord Jesus. I can't braid. I can do a simple from the neck down braid, and even then that kind of looks ratchet, but oh, I can't Lord. run a good. But it's okay to be different. The Bible does not, I don't see in the Bible where it says you have to hunt, you have to fish, you have to be a carpenter, you have to be, you know, all these what would be considered masculine things. You don't have to be those. All it says is that you're a leader. You need you to, be, have a to leader. be a leader, and that's all God calls and a provider. God does say that you know men will be providers, take care of your household, because the Bible says if a man can't take care of his household, I can't trust you to take care of a church. So right. Just shouting that out there. And if you have to take care of your household, whether it be in carpentry, mechanic, or sorry, uh, stop, carpentry, mechanic, or graphic design, or you know yeah. being a cosmetologist, then that's you know you're doing. What- <coughs> You're doing what God calls you Yeah, I don't do race cars. I don't do car. Well, I say I don't do cars. There are some cars that I'm like, yes, let me have it. I want that car in my life. But it's not what typical (laughs) men. I don't. I could care less about a hot rod. All right, let's just say this here and now. I want a truck. I want a big (laughs) truck that I have to like jump into. Taylor wants a Volkswagen Beetle. I want, yeah, I want a 2012 or newer model of a, of the Volkswagen Beetle, or I want the ancient models from like the 60s, not the 2000 ones that look real girly. I don't want those. I either want the 2012 or new, or like the ancient of date Volkswagen Beetles, because 
those things look nice. And then second, if I can't have that, I want a Volkswagen Microbus. I'm talking about the 1960s, got the camper style, can roll up, looking like something straight out of the hippie era. I want it. That's what I want in my life. I want a 73 Chevy Impala. I want a truck. Uh, a Impala. <laughs> you really want to know? No. <laughs> Anywho. That's now that's it. It's not my car knowledge. I can't tell you anything See, else. See, I, I used to. I, I, <coughs> I just, used to I'll just throw it. <laughs> when I first met Taylor, this is just a little story time. I hated his guts. You've already said this on this podcast. Uh, yeah, but I times. never, I never Thank explained. Thank you for bringing it back up and bringing in securities. Oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, what? guys, He's... you remember on the single friends episode when they're, when they're arguing and you don't know what to do? Oh, this is it! Oh, we're not arguing. This is us. Oh, this is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> this really is nothing. I was just joking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I never said why. <coughs> I disliked him and I've had to apologize for this and I have apologized for this she has I will say she has she's still working on it though I'm still working on it but I always had that men had to be this one way in my head and when I met Taylor he is very different from how he is now oh yeah that's true 100% his voice was about 10 15 20 decimals higher I could like you think I like right now can do a really good ghetto impression like I can talk real ghetto slot but, uh, Ghetto Sly used to be Medea. Yeah. Young Taylor looked to Medea because Medea was funny and made people laugh. And that's how Taylor deals with problems now, still, to this day, is make people laugh and avoid conflict because he'd rather make it a joke than actually deal with it. That's another toxic masculine thing. Um, but anyway, keep going. Joking but, around it? Joking around your trauma? Yeah. <laughs> First off, this is not therapy and this is not an intervention. Let's move forward. Anyways, Please continue. It's not just a toxic it's just it's not just a toxic masculinity. Me and her joke about a lot of traumatic things that have happened to us on this podcast. Uh, yeah, we do a lot. It's so, really funny. But I think that I get what you're saying though, that men are like, Oh, they, they don't have men trauma. Men can't have emotions. We don't have they don't trauma. Have, they do. We we are to another one man. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Anyways, so finish telling the story. I did not like him at all. I hated him. I forgot she was For a lot this. less words. A lot less words, I, or just to be blunt. Um, uh, I thought he was gay. I did not like him. And I, I just, I did not like him. And then I got to know him. And now we're married, and we've been married almost five years. And I had to apologize to him. Oh, my word. I had to apologize to him because I realized that I pushed all of these thoughts onto him because of the way I was raised. My dad's a very macho, macho man. Macho, macho. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of all of that, um, I, I, I'm really glad that you brought that up about what you think. Um, can look like and it kind of leads into my next question Um, and I'll I'll ask that in a minute but um, I think we as females uh, when I when I was in the world I had this one guy and I called him my gay straight best friend okay he was he was straight uh, but I but I referred to him like that okay because as your gay best friend as my gay best friend even though he wasn't Um, and that I've seen that in the church yeah. Where they act like a guy who isn't as uh, macho or masculine as they would like or that they've seen in other men be. Um, they now refer to him as their gay best friend. Or, and they, or they basically or treat him or, that way. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't necessarily think, and I think we've both seen it. We've seen two cases. Um, well... Uh, Taylor's seen in a case lot of didn't, cases. In case you didn't know, I was counting on my fingers yeah. and I ran out we've of seen, fingers. We've seen a lot of cases where girls take that thought and kind of run with it. Yeah. And the the guys, I think, um, either have already Your struggled have with power. it. Your words have power. Exactly. Like, let's put it this way. A child that's been bullied since third grade being constantly told you're gay. You're gay. That could possibly... If you do it in the church, it's just as bad, if not worse, because now you're in a place where you're supposed to be finding salvation and sanctity and safety, and now all you hear is, oh, you're my gamest friend, oh my god. And you encourage that that feminine behavior. Yeah. And I'm not and saying being, that... Being a feminine... I mean, hello, me. Uh, 
It's but not a bad thing, but you can take it too far, and it does open up doors to other things that you don't need to be open doors to. And I'm not saying to. that all your behavior is feminine, though. I yeah. am. I'm straight up saying it. I know what I got problems with. Jesus. Okay, you, you are nothing like you used to be. It that is true. Be I, you know what? If it wasn't for Bible college and actually grounding myself with some good male friends... Because for the longest time growing up, I didn't have a lot of male friends. He did not. When I first met him, I had he almost had two, exclusively female friends. I had maybe, I had two best friends that were guys, and they lived 500 hours away from me. Like, I never saw them. It was, even in this new era of technology, it was still hard to keep up with, because we all have lives. Right. You know, it, it, thank God for TBC, and I would say names, but like, my group of guy friends that helped ground me a little bit more. If it wasn't for that, I... he kind of realized maybe I need to tone down a little bit. Yeah, yeah and I, I like I'm so glad that you had brought that up because that yeah, was something that I really wanted to talk about, um, and that kind of brings me into my next question. Um, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, how do you think we can? My <laughs> oh my gosh, he's <laughs> so weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm just using <laughs> biblical principles here. <laughs> All right, all right. Whatever. Anyways, how do you think uh, we can, we can stop toxic masculinity um, in the church, or not necessarily stop it, but kind of like? Let's just treat people like people. Let Let's start there. Period. On both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Man, you don't have to be so macho. You don't have to be a dictator. You don't have to be the. Blah, 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 blah. You don't have to be, just chill. Be a person. Be human. And women, this, you don't have half to be... the time. The image of what we call a man in the church and even in the world isn't a good image to begin with right so let's just toss that out the window let's try to be more like jesus because if you follow jesus he'll lead you to what you're supposed to be and what your role's supposed to do right. first off and second off that's bible right you there Medea. i'm sorry forgive me i get when i get passionate it comes out uh, let's just let's just throw these notions and these ideas that you have to hunt and fish throw it out the window Guys, if you deal with that problem where you're maybe a little bit more artsy, maybe you're academic, maybe you're a nerd, and all your life and all you've heard is, oh, well, and, and sometimes it's really bad because if you've heard it from a young age, you would make a really good housewife. Oh, my God. Did um, someone say that to you? Something like it. Oh, my um, word. It, it does it because words have power, and if you've heard it all your life, then you're really going to struggle when you're older with these ideas that you're not man enough, you're not masculine enough, when in fact... You're right where you're supposed to be, and the world's giving you this internal critic that's trying to tell you you're not enough, and then it becomes a fight between God and this internal critic. God's trying to say, hey, you are enough. This is what I've called you to be. This is what I designed you to be. You know, it's okay that you're not the hunting, fishing type, and that you're more of a nerd. You've got to reach the nerds. I don't want you reaching athletes. That's just not your forte. Sorry about it, buddy. That's, you know. Right. And if you hold on to this critic, this image, this idea of what, you, what manhood is, um, throw, just get rid of it because it's trash. It causes issues. It causes right. issues for you. Women do it too. Women have this idea that they got to be skinny and they got to have this and they got to have that. Basically, let's, let's just change this episode too image issues because that's what toxic masculinity is it's an image issue of people trying to chase this image that is not healthy and it leads to unhealthy practices that are detrimental sinful and it has major consequences right so throw all these ideas out the window get rid of them bye god doesn't like them anyway because god didn't design them to be that way to begin with it's what culture's done and has leaked into the church so let's get rid of it start following jesus start praying and fasting and work with him and he will bring the qualities he wants to keep in you he'll magnify them and the qualities he wants to get rid of get rid of them psalm says it best there's a prayer in psalms that says lord try my reins you know my heart try them. try me who try me jesus do it oh my um, god sorry be careful praying that guys because the lord will really be like <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Here we go. It's like you're ready to get oh choked. So just be okay. While he went off his little tangent there. But so. for real though, it's it's true. There's yeah. a prayer in the Bible. It says, "Try me, Lord. Try me and make me new." The Bible says, <coughs> "The Bible calls him a silversmith. The Bible calls him a carpenter." The Lord knows how to take a medium. He's also the potter. The Lord knows how to take a medium and take it from a state of not being usable and making it usable. Right. Sometimes that medium silver. Maybe you're silver, and you're trying to over here to be pot. You're trying to, oh, not pot in the sense of weed. I'm so sorry. You're trying to be clay. You're over here. You're supposed to be silver, <laughs> and you're trying to be clay. Um, the Lord said you're silver, not clay. Try again. You're supposed to be a fork when you're trying to be something else. I, 
When you want to be a flower pot. When, yeah, when you want to be a flower pot. Sorry, yeah. Jesus didn't make you to be a flower pot. Exactly. You know? And so, that's the problem. Is you're designed to be something. We've come up with this idea that you have to be this in order to be a man, and it's caused issues. It's issues. It's problems. Did anyway. I have a question, and if this is not... If, Go, I will tell you if it's bad I question, cut, I will cut I it will, off. I will cut it off. Um, before the before Adam and Eve had their eyes opened... Uh-huh. Were there those specific gender roles put in place? I mean, there were gender roles. Don't get me I'm wrong. I'm meaning like masculine, because when Eve took of the fruit and they opened their eyes, that's when the consequences were made. Was it right? I'm, were I'm, they created equally until no. the fall? I mean, technically, no. That's just a side I mean, question. Because Adam was actually hold on. Adam was actually made from dust. Adam was the one that got the breath of life put in him, right. and then instead of Eve being created from dust, Eve was pulled out of Adam. Right. Which means Adam was responsible for Eve from the get-go. Right. From yeah. the get-go. Which okay. mean, which brings us back to the biblical principle that you're a man, you're supposed to be a leader of your home. But you, he never specified what type. Yeah, he never said be a dictator. He never said be a communist. He, and he said, never said... He, uh, he never said to be a socialist <laughs> in your home. He said be a leader. We've been talking for almost 40 minutes. It's okay, I'll keep going. I mean, it's, uh, hey, that's good. Um... Uh, I think with being a leader, though, that, like, God places responsibilities in your life, you know, and I think that the toxic masculinity is trying to take away some of those responsibilities. Yeah. Because, or they make, they take the responsibilities and they do what the Pharisees and Sadducees did and they make them so hard to follow that you end up or they being take those lesser. Res- or they take those responsibilities and put them on the incorrect gender. Well, there's that. Yeah. I mean, um, I've seen that happen, yeah. where it's like, the oh, the woman wears the pants in the family, and uh, I hate that phrase. That phrase really bothers me. I'm sorry, you're the skirt. No, that's not. <laughs> I, don't, I definitely don't mean that. I just definitely, I just think that like. The idea that somebody says, well, she wears the pants of their family. She runs the house. Yeah, yeah. like, we're seeing one side of the story. Like, that. We're, we're not in their house. We're not watching them day to day. I'm sorry. My house may be glass, but I painted on the inside, painted it black so you can't see it. Get over it. Because I've got to protect my household, not you. Anyway, right. Sorry. Anyways. <coughs> well, I guess, you know, we've said a lot in this episode. Um, Any more questions on the fly? I'm ready. I'm, I'm really jiving now. Now you're driving. We've been driving for like 40 minutes. (laughs) It's okay, and I have nothing else. Is there anything else you would like to say before I end this episode? (sighs) I think I've said a lot. You have. We've all said a lot. It's fine, though. They hear us all the time, so I mean. Okay, I guess let me close it with this. Let me close, and then you can do whatever you want. And the musicians can come. Musicians can come. Altars open. You don't mind. Um, oh, I found me at the piano with it lightly. <laughs> you get on my phone real quick. You have an app on the iPad. Get it out. Anywho, guys, let me let me just talk to y'all directly if you're out there, or wives if you're playing this for your husband. Oh my lanta, do you for real? <laughs> Don't make sure it's not copyrighted because you're gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> I was gonna go there. So this is how not to perform an altar call. (laughs) Anyhow, okay. (laughs) You're off key. (laughs) There was a vein, and you went out of it. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so they're not gonna know what to do with this episode, guys, teenagers. Whatever, you know, people younger than me, because I'm like 26 and ancient of days, but oh well. Ah! <laughs> you are not old. Anyways, continue. Have you met my soul? Let's, let's consult my cardiologist. He'll tell you I'm at least 50. Um, Why didn't you just do this? <laughs> Better not be copyrighted. Better not be copyrighted. Continue. Is it TVC? Is that what you did? Not my Lanta. Anyway. So, guys, they probably want to period, you know, 18, 16, or mom, you're dealing with a 12-year-old, help them realize that, help, help, okay, let's start with the young men first, young men and kids, 
help them realize that this idea that you have to be soup macho and that you have to be this and this and this and this help them understand that yeah those are good qualities to have but if you don't have them it doesn't make you less of a man right start there because as soon as you start putting this idea in a young child or even a young adult or a teenager's mind that they're not enough it's going to make this inner critic and you all know what i'm talking about i'm sorry if you don't know what i'm talking about you must be blessed and highly favored because i have one i have it it's on the daily runs 24 7 um everybody has it it's this inner monologue or inner thought process that you're not enough that you'll never be enough that because you don't have this quality you you can't you're not this or you're not that or whatever it may be or you know you're constantly playing on rerun certain scenarios or situations that you think have made you fallen from this image of a man and you i know it's easier said than done but try your best to not add to that because the less you add to it the better if it's already there if it's not there then let's try to stop it from the get-go it's okay to be this or that or to allow the now i'm not saying let your son go around and say he's you know i'm a girl this i'm a girl no he's a boy help him help him understand that you are biologically a male and you are a boy god created you to be a boy now if he wants to be artistic or if he wants to I thought I said a bad word for a second. <laughs> Sorry, if he wants to be artistic, or if he wants to sing, or if he wants to play piano, encourage those. Help him show that there is a masculine way to do those things that are healthy. There is such a thing as healthy masculinity. We just have to build that into right. people. We have to help people understand that there is a healthy masculine image. And it, mainly that image would be anything that's Christ-like. If it's Christ-like, it's all game. It's cool. It's okay go for it it's when it goes outside the image that it becomes unhealthy and i think that's ultimately the toxic you know toxic masculinity is anything outside the image that god created for man right period whether it's too effeminate or whether it's too masculine period yeah um so there's that now guys that are older you've been dealing with this for a while you feel you're not enough I actually, I've read, I need to finish it. I was reading a book. I suggest it. Where is it? Is it in here somewhere? I think my mom has it. Oh, she it's was, so she good. She was reading it. it what, you bought it for me because you heard it on a podcast. Yes. And it's, it's um, a, Childhood Trauma, the Non-Alpha Male. Yeah. Childhood Trauma Carpenter. and the Non-Alpha Man by, what was his name? Douglas Carpenter. Douglas Carpenter. Get you this book. This book has opened, my, this book has opened my mind to realize some things about myself that okay you know what i'm and it helps you feel like you're not alone you're not the only one dealing with this as and i know people can say you're not alone and you're like i've heard this before and i still feel absolutely alone you're not period i know if i have to repeat it from the rooftop you're not alone in this we're all on a path to sanctification and part of that is getting the image that god designed for us getting to that point Mm -hmm. so follow follow that Anything outside of that, don't worry about it. Let it go. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your baggage. It's not worth the weight. The Bible tells us to throw off every weight and sin that so easily beset us so we can run the race and set before us. That's Hebrews, by the way, in case you don't know your Bible. Um, That's in Hebrews. Um, Do you even read your Bible? Oh, my God. Do you even read your Bible? Um, Is it dead? No. No. (laughs) I don't know why he did that. I was like, he's alive. I don't know why he just said rest in peace. He's like... R.I.P. And I was like, I thought he was still alive. He is. Um, <coughs> he was a good teacher. Really good teacher. Anyway, he's, that's a side note. He is a good teacher. Um, he just doesn't teach at school anymore. He doesn't. I haven't had, had him as a teacher, so he's not a teacher to me anymore. He's just a person. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Just follow, follow, chase after Jesus. Chase after that image he has for you. That's the goal. Right. That's good. That's yep, good. Yep. So... All right. Whatever. Well, this has been a really good, fun episode. I'm sure you've seen a side to me. I kept looking for the song. I will be what you call me to be. used to use that all the time. I'll say yes. Lord, I agree. Wow. I'm going to make sure to post that on our Instagram page. It's to be what you call me to be. Jesus.
they're not going to know what to do with this episode. Anyways. It's a lighter hearted episode with serious notes. It's okay. Yes. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you need a different flavor flavor. You need a different flavor flavor. Oh my flavor goodness. Flavor flavor? <laughs> okay, uh, Wheezy. Make one Spiritual hair. Uh, here, one time Taylor wheezed, laughed for 10 minutes. We timed it. Yeah, it happened. We were in the car on our problems. way home. <laughs> I can't get the fair. <laughs> oh, now Alicia's starting. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> okay, enough. <laughs> More than the sound, guys. More than the More Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. You're red, as red as your shirt. I'm crying. This is what it means to be a man. Just keep it going. Keep it rolling. Keep it fresh. Um, First off, keep it real fresh. I don't even really know how to end this week's episode <laughs> anymore. <laughs> 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 Just fade out there. <laughs> we have a whole outro we have to do. <laughs> so, uses, thank you. He uses his outtakes to promote it. <laughs> thank you for joining us this week. On breaking episode taboo. Um, we haven't seen each other in a while, and I'm pretty sure that's why we're acting this she way. She sounds so sad. She, she, what does she sound like? Bless her heart, Lord. She's singing terms right now. She's. She's. Forever, her Lord. From the top of her head. She's so scared. It's because I don't know what to do anymore, and I'm just serious. Barry's like, I'm just trying to end it. I just. Okay, yeah, Anyways, so. Stop! Stop! I have a spiritual inhaler. Yeah. Um, I I um um thank you for joining us. <laughs> I am Bailey Robbins. You are all dismissed. Who is who is Go this? on in the field of Oh, I'm Alicia Gregor. And uh, let's, let's start, start talking. talking. Bye.